0: Lee Horton. Hey, it's Lee. Welcome to Business Problem Sol. I'm well excited today. I have got a special guest that I'm going to be talking to, uh, Christina Lennon. How are you, Christina? I'm fine, thank you.
1: Really
0: good. Yeah. Very good. Sunny, sunny leads. It looks like behind you. Yes, it is.
1: It has been really sunny today,
0: actually. Yeah, for once. But you wouldn't know much about sun. Baby. Oh, <laughs> oh you, have, you have started early. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when 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 I saw that you were from Leeds, I was like, oh, sh- should we chat or should we not chat? But uh, <laughs> but let, let's see, let's see how far this goes, okay? Let's, let's 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 see what happens. So um, as you know, the the, uh, the podcast is called Business Problem solved So there's going to be some um some like questions related to business problems. But then I guess f- first and foremost, who are you? So this is a bit a bit blind date esque isn't it? Really? So what's your, What what's your name and where do you come from? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've got a good sense of humor. Yeah, um, my name is Christina. I'm from Leeds, live in Leeds still, and I am an executive and leadership coach, but I'm also a hypnotist. So I have coaching clients and then use hypnosis to fast track
0: results. Oh, wow, so that's a bit, bit of a mixed bag though, isn't it so? I, how How did you join them all together how did, how, how did this how, what's your, What's your journey? How have you got to to sit in that seat and
1: Yeah, um I started out years ago. I used to suffer from anxiety and depression, and I started just I went to the doctors and they just wanted to give me medication, and I thought, no, there's got to be another way so I, I researched it and I learned about it. And then I did a counselling course, and I loved learning how the brain worked, but, and I became a counsellor. But I found that counselling kind of keeps you stuck, keeps you dwelling on a situation. It's great for things like anxiety or becoming self-aware, but you don't really move on. And I'm, you know, the disc profiling, I'm very red. I'm like, I want want answers today. I want everything done yesterday. So progress wasn't fast for me. So then I started to look at hypnotherapy. And I had hypnotherapy when I was pregnant with my son, who's 23 now, for a pain-free birth. And it absolutely blew my mind. Um, And... It. I then used it for passing my driving test and for having a tooth out, and it wow. was like, right, I've got to be able to do this. So that got me then onto the hypnotherapy.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and then I found that my ideal client was sort of more executives because the more sort of open minded, but then the more want to do something. Because you know
0: <laughs> it yeah. doesn't
1: work, you know. People that are happy working nine to five doing the same job for the rest of their lives, they don't want to develop themselves personally.
0: Yeah,
1: so I started to look more at entrepreneurs and you know, and sort of the business arenas and um, CEOs, that kind of place. So then I did the executive coaching um, with uh, Bristol Uni, yeah. and I went through an ILM level seven. Uh, leadership and development coaching, and then I sort of blended all of my skills together to create
0: wow. what only, can only be described as magic. Yeah, <laughs> wow, yeah, ma- magic. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk about that magic very short, very shortly. So, so it's quite a, quite a random and varied journey to to get to that seat today. And, and I think it was I think it was Steve Jobs that said you can't join the dots looking forward. You can only join them looking back. So if you if you if you look back. Ten, if you were to go look at yourself ten years ago and look forward, would you imagine of having the opportunities of doing what the things that you've done is? Was that the vision, or is that what you wanted to do, or was it kind of just fine?
1: I've, I've always, wanted to help people, um, but I'm not, I'm not one for wiping people's bums or anything like yeah.
0: that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so it was, I wanted to help them, and I've learned on my journey. I learned a lot about myself, and I had a lot of limiting belief. Um, I had, my dad died at 15, and then I had a a pregnancy at 17, I had a baby at 17, and my mum was so embarrassed that I didn't leave the house all the time I was pregnant. Wow, And I was made to feel so ashamed that I ended up with these horrible limiting beliefs, you know, that nobody would want anything to do with me because I was a young mum. And, you know, the looks of disgust at the parenting classes and everything else because I was so young. And I ended up, because I had such a low self-image then, I ended up being um, a victim of domestic violence twice. Oh, wow. um, Just because I accepted it you know, because I didn't think I was worth anymore. And then I ended up homeless and living in a women's refuge. Um, And it was then really that I thought, right, I need to do something about that. And it's taken a lot of work for me to change my mindset, to believe I can do certain things and people will want to listen to me. Um, and now you know I, I've spoke all over the world um, you know I've done like 40 TV shows I've been all over the world speaking on stages and I still stand there as that teenage mother thinking yeah. oh my god you know but every little bit helps even you interview me today it's like you know why would you want to interview me must be something interesting about me I must have something to give for that to happen so yeah. every little bit helps a person repair, I
0: suppose. Yeah, even even one of those um, things that happened to you is a, is a massive thing, isn't it? So that's quite that's 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 a lot of um, uh, I don't know whether you were, trauma or a lot of um, uh, circumstances that, that have happened to you. So and and different people will be able to resonate with with different things um, with it within your story. So. When you say you had um, a limiting um, belief, a limiting or in, in a self-image that wasn't maybe what you wanted it to be, um, how, how how do you go from that point to to the point where you are today? Where you're coming across really confident as a as a as a person, an individual. Uh, it, I mean, yes, you do have a funny accent, but apart from, apart from that, uh, <laughs> how do you, how, how do you how do you go from from that to to this confident person that you are that you are today?
1: As I say, it took a lot of work. I did a lot of self-hypnosis. But for for clients that come to me with limiting beliefs, first of all, you need to identify what your limiting beliefs are. And I get quite worried now. If I say, oh, I can't do that, I think, oh, no, because I know know that that means I have to challenge myself. So whenever I hear myself saying, oh, I can't do that, I think, oh, I didn't say that because now I've got to challenge it. But I realised that um, your, I felt sort of I had low self esteem and I felt low self worth because of what I'd been through. Yeah. And I was taking the template from the past and putting it on my future and thinking I couldn't ever achieve anymore. But well, that's nonsense. You don't need to, you know, use that template. You can create your own. Yeah. And. You know, most people that, that do it, do it little by little and, and build and build and build. But I've learned a way to do it quite rapidly. Wow. So um, using hypnosis to remove limiting beliefs, you know, or emotional, what I call emotional anchors. Yeah. A lot of us have emotional anchors. Um, you know, it might be something somebody once said to you at school, you'll never amount to anything. Um in that moment, you felt emotion and you felt upset and it anchored you. And then you forget about it, you move on, but you're always anchored there. You can never achieve more than, you know, more than you thought at that time. You can't achieve more or earn more because you've got that emotional anchor. And yeah. it's not till you get rid of it that you can then move forward.
0: Yeah. I'm a big believer in, in self-talk um and the the voice the voice is in your head um and and how how that thought and conditioning drives your your external behaviors um I I I said on a podcast a few weeks ago about um about my little boy who was who was walking down the stairs and he was I've got a six-year-old and a a four-year-old and he was walking down the stairs and holding the handrail um and we, we sat in the car and and I said to him Jack Jack what's um why were you walking down the stairs so slowly he said I was frightened of falling daddy um, and then i had a conversation i uh, got i got home that night and I, I i said what 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 do we say to him as he's going down the stairs be careful watch you don't fall um and so yeah so the, the self talk and and the voice in the house, i think is is, is really powerful so you've used hypnosis so what yeah. what what's the difference between on, hi- oh god on, sorry
1: On that point when we when we have a th- cuz what's happened is what what people like me have been saying has found Due to MRI scans and PET scans, it's found now that, you know, everything we've been saying for years is actually true. And when we have a thought or an image in our head, we instantly, like within a nanosecond, we release chemicals into our system. It's actually hormones into our nervous system. So you have a thought. Instantly, you release chemicals. Now, those chemicals could be, if it's a happy thought, serotonin, and it'll start making you smile, start making you feel happy, maybe make you giggle. If you have a sad thought, you're going to release cortisol. If you have an anxious thought, you'll release cortisol and adrenaline. That's going to give you a a sick feeling. It's going to make you shake, make you sweat, maybe cause a panic attack. So your thoughts actually are creating how you feel, which in turn creates your actions and your behaviours, which affects your life. So we are our thoughts. It is not just, you know, when you say, I believe it, everybody should believe it because it's absolute fact. Yeah. We are our thoughts and you can sort of think yourself happy and strong and confident or you can think yourself, you know, nervous or anxious, and that's the difference. Before I walk on stage, if I stood there thinking, "Oh my God, what we're going to say? What, what people are going to think?" I don't. I am stood there, and I am telling myself, "I am the best in the world. I am super confident," and I think about my intention.
0: Yeah.
1: And that makes. You know, releases different hormones, so I feel super confident before I walk on stage.
0: Yeah, So a, a lot of the people, a lot, a lot of people in society, have, uh, I believe, have a an outside-in mentality. But what you're talking about is like an inside-out mentality. But why, why, do, why do people, or why do you think it's it's so difficult for people to um, believe what 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 you're saying and advocating about it being inside out as opposed to letting. The outside world influences them internally. Does that does that make sense?
1: Yeah, because a lot of people think that by you know having the nails done, the hair done, or something is going to make them feel better, and it might do for momentarily.
0: Yeah, not for a bald person like myself. (laughs) Sorry, thanks for that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Buying a wig.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Oopsies. Um, but yeah, most people, you know, I've, in the past, when I when I sort of did therapy, I'd see people that, that, that say, oh, I can't afford therapy. And I think, well, you have your hair done, you have your nails done to make yourself feel better. Why don't you actually deal with the problem, you know, and yeah. you'd feel better? I'm not sure why people have that mentality. But what I do know is, you know, it's the age of information now. We've got the internet and people are... You know, being cheesy, awakening. You know, people are realizing, people realizing the mindset really does have a massive um, effect on what we do. Yeah. So people are starting to learn, and it's being implemented in school now. You know, you, mindfulness in school. Um, you know, having an I can attitude. All that is starting to be really recognised.
0: Yeah, completely. So exciting times ahead. So, um, I, I was um, I was talking to when when I uh, when I have the opportunity to to speak to somebody like yourself on the on the podcast. So this I think you're probably going to be the first interview that I actually make public. Is it will be it will be yours. Um, and when I was uh, I was like skipping around uh, after we would agreed to to have a chat, and I was going I'm I'm going to be talking to to, to yourself. And then somebody somebody said to me um, there was a lot of positive comments. Then somebody said to me, oh, "Hypnosis isn't real."
1: Right? Okay. Yep, That's it. Perfectly fine. I, it's it's something I have heard. You know, I've been on TV hypnotizing people with a dog. You know, yep. I'm, I'm used <laughs> to hearing <laughs> the cries of "It's fake" and it's absolutely fine. It's but it is pretty much like. You know when it, if somebody says that in front of me, and they'll go, I don't believe in hypnosis. I'll say, What do you do? They go, I'm plumbing. I'll go, don't believe in plumbing. It's like, what? It's like it's for so long it's been seen as something that can't be, you know, that that can't be proved. Yeah. Now it has been proved. It's absolutely been proved. Um, but you know, it's not like they're gonna start saying it on the news, it's not going to be on the news at 10. Hypnosis is found that it's real. you yeah. know. So you'd have to go out there and research it and find that it's, it's, it's been found to be true. And one of the most fascinating things for me um, is that if you... They did tests recently and they put people in MI, and, uh, I, I think it was actually PET scans, and they asked people under hypnosis to imagine the colour red. And they saw which part of the brain fired up where yep. the activity was. And then they took them in at the MRI or PET scan and showed them the colour red. The exact same part of the brain fired up. Wow. So what you imagine, or whether you see it for real or whether you imagine it, that's how your brain reacts to it exactly the same. And that really, really helped me solve anxiety. That was the key factor that helped me solve anxiety. But yeah, people all the time say, you know, I don't believe in it. What can I do other than prove it? If you know, come sit in my office, come to a show, I'll prove that it works. Yeah. But unless you actually, you know, experience it, you know, you won't know.
0: Yeah, can can everybody experience it?
1: Everybody can and does experience it um hypnosis is a brain a certain state a brain wave so it's the theta state and children under the age of seven constantly yeah. live in the theta state yeah you'll know this you know they're always like off in their own world imagination everything's a dream world and when yeah. you actually want to connect to them you're like hello you have to hold their <laughs> face And is anybody in you know yeah. They spend all of their time.
0: In- I know some people in the forties like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, it's great if you if you can be like that. Um, but that is a theta state. We go through, and the theta state is what we create when we do hypnosis. It's the imagination. We go through a theta state first thing on morning, last thing thing at night. So every single human being on this planet goes through a theta state, a hypnotic state, at least twice a day. But then you get this, you know, when you're watching a movie and you walk in and, you know, your your other half's watching a movie and they're like, (laughs) mouth open, or somebody at work is, you know, sat there, it's a theta state. When you're driving your car to work, you arrive and you think, wow, how did I get here? Can't remember a bit of the journey. You're in a theta state. You're in a dreamlike state. So yes, everybody can be hypnotised. Um, it makes it more difficult for me to hypnotise somebody else if they're deaf, for instance,
0: yeah,
1: or if they can't, if their IQ is so low, or you know they have any kind of problem that prevents them from being able to follow simple instructions, like take a deep breath, close your eyes. You know, then, then I've got problems because I can't guide them into that state. But that doesn't mean that they don't achieve that state themselves regularly. They do. I just can't guide them into that state. Yeah. So, yes, everybody can be hypnotized and is hypnotized every day.
0: Wow. And so, when they're in that, theta, when people are in that, theta, are they more receptive? to um, to the self-talk or the, the positive messages?
1: It is the most highly suggestible state. So on a morning, on a night, if you have anything that you need to change, that's why people tell you to do affirmations, uh, you know, incantations, whatever they want to call it, intentions, you do it last thing at night, first thing on the morning, because you are highly suggestible. And all hypnosis does is it guides you into relaxation, so you're in that theta state, feeling really relaxed at the beach. And then it's repetition, just suggestion, repetition of a positive kind, and that's it, basically.
0: Okay, got you. Okay, good. Um, So, so if somebody was in sat next to me on the couch and they were in the theta state, and I said, "Make Leah brew," would that work? (laughs) Would that work?
1: (laughs) Yes. It works all the time. I mean, you look at, you know, you go into a supermarket, there's 30,000 products on the shelves. Yeah. And yet you only choose the same 30 products. Why? Because you, you are a product of conditioning, you know. The car you drive, the clothes you wear is all a product-free conditioning. There's nobody that isn't conditioned, nobody. Yeah. So we are all conditioned. And I will say, you know, when I do my talk, I always say, you know, people say they can't be hypnotised. You're hypnotised by the media. You're hypnotised by politicians. Um, by marketing companies. Marketing companies actually use hypnotic um, hypnotic techniques to sell.
0: Oh wow! Can you give us a Can you give us an example of one? Give us an example of, of how how they would.
1: When you're told to. Um, when I'm hypnotising people, I have to show them I am authoritative, and in marketing, that is, you know, demonstrating you are an authority in your field. Um, I then will do something um, which will convince them. So, for instance, when I start a stage show, I'll get everybody to stare at a light, and I'll tell them to focus on the light, and I'll tell them that their eyes are starting to get tired. Of course their eyes are getting bloody tired. They're focusing on a light for five minutes, you know. And I'll say, yeah. you'll start to blink. So inside they're going, oh my God, yeah, I'm blinking, <laughs> I'm blinking, it's working. They're convinced. Yeah. That is a convincer. And if you look at marketing, it's the same strategies, the repetition, building rapport, you know, the convinces using testimonials. Um, there's books out there, hypnotic selling. You know, everything is about hypnosis. It's about, it's the way, it's the natural way humans program the mind.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, we should all be doing it. We should all use hypnosis. Einstein used it. Some of the most, the biggest influential people on the planet use hypnosis or have used hypnosis for hundreds of years.
0: Yeah. So you, um... You've been called the world's best hypnotist. Hypnotist. Yeah. Yes. How, how did you get How did you get that title?
1: It's um, not sure. Um, <laughs> I I've been, as I say, I've done like forty t- for well over forty TV shows all around the world, um, yeah. and they've all been on TV shows like Cold Challenge, The Impossible, Incredible People, where I am doing some kind of challenge. Very often I bring my dog because it's my USP. Do you know what I mean? Nobody else has got a dog that can hypnotise people. So, but then I'm I'm given challenges, um, and you know I always make sure that I succeed with the challenges. Yeah. And I've got a name for myself, and then um, lots of TV companies contact me on a regular basis asking if I'll go on their show. It's wow. something that I've of this year. I've decided to take a step back from because it's it's dragging me down a road as you know a silly entertainer, which is not where I want to be. Um, but last year I was contacted by a TV show called The World's Best, and they were getting what they in area. Yeah, um, and and putting on this TV show, so they asked me to come as the world's best hypnotist.
0: Brilliant! No, very good, very good. So, and you, you've talked about you. You just mentioned your dog there, and and, and TV as well. So, I think I, I think I have to mention it. Uh, you were you, you were on, you were on Britain's Got Talent.
1: Yes, yes, yeah. I did. Um, it was it was a funny story because I had I was a few years ago, 2015. I was working as a person, uh, and i really wanted to make coaching and hypnosis my full-time job yeah um and my my friend who had a stage hypnosis show he was a retired stage hypnotist rung me and that day i'd been given the sack and he rung me and he said why don't you do the stage show And I said, are you mad me (laughs) on stage? No way. And as soon as the words came out of my mouth, I thought, shit, I've got to do something about that. But I thought, no, I don't want to be on stage. Anyway, the next day I found myself in the job center and I thought, well, nothing can be worse than this. (laughs) So I thought, I'll go for it. So I I booked six gigs in universities because I used to do odd bookings for him. So, yeah. I just marketed it exactly the same. Said, look, the show's back, his old stomping ground. They were like, brilliant, we'll book it. So, six gigs booked in straight away. So, then what I decided to do, being a conscientious businesswoman, I had eight grand sitting in the bank from these shows. So, I yeah. booked a holiday to Australia for a month. Yeah. <laughs> At this point, I didn't, really, I didn't know how to do hypnosis, stage hypnosis. I, was, I knew how to do therapy. Yeah. So I went to Australia, and I just practiced. I stayed with my brother for a month, and we had an amazing time with my kids. And then came back, and I got a phone call from the media saying, we've seen you doing a stage show with a dog. We want to come and film it. So I was like, okay, I haven't <laughs> actually done it at this point. don't even know whether I can do it, but yep. I thought I always agreed to something and then worry about it afterwards. So they came along and they filmed my first ever show. Wow. The next day it went viral. I mean, when I say viral, it was in, you know, the, the Metro, the Sun, the Daily Star, the Daily Mirror, everywhere. Um, it even went, it was in like um, the Hollywood Times or something, it went viral around the world and then BG got in contact and said, we yeah. want you to come and, and perform on the show and I just said, no way, because <laughs> I've only done it once, Yeah. Then you know? anyway, they just kept ringing and kept saying, please come on the show, so I agreed to do it and it was, that was my third ever performance. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs>
0: wow how, how did you convince the dog to go on tv <laughs>
1: well sausages <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's your trick yeah no fantastic, work,
1: fantastic.
0: <laughs> yeah no that was good good so, so i was a little bit worried if i'm honest that uh that i thought when uh when we we agreed to do this call and it is a video it is a video chat that uh that the dog the dog would be sat next to you and go
1: to if you want. <laughs> no,
0: no, no, no 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 you're 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 you're, you're fine you're fine because that's that's the one thing that worried me that I would uh, go into the office tomorrow and you would have uh, implanted a trigger word in my head yeah. that uh, and I, and I would have been doing that, something something strange in the in, yeah. in the office. But so yeah, so no, no, you you let the dog do whatever the dog is doing. Yeah, thanks. What's the dog called? Princess. Prin- oh yeah, Princess. Yeah. Um, no, very good. Um, so you've also been. Uh, is, is it yourself that said that you UK's answer to Tony Robbins is that is that your your own? Yeah.
1: Tony Robbins is a coach and a hypnotist. Yeah. So when I explain what I do, that's the easiest way. Um, I mean, it's not, I didn't start saying that, someone else, other people started saying that about me. And yeah. you know, when they were describing me to, or referring me, they'd be like, oh, she's a bit like Tony Robbins. Um, and yeah, Tony Robbins is a hypnotist. Um, yeah. You know, and that's how he started out. And he uses hypnotic techniques um, and hypnosis yeah. uh, in all of these seminars so yeah
0: i'm pretty similar I do very similar things to yeah. t- tony robbins yeah I've, I've seen one video of tony robbins and he um and, and he, he said that he had uh, some some kind of ice bath first thing in the morning do you do that <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> so he's similar in some ways but not other. Yeah, that, that's, yeah that's that, yeah the, the ice bath it, thing i don't get all it
1: is, is he i mean he looks at everything he you know he drinks his wheat grass and everything yeah. Um he's he's got he wants to be he wants a certain level of success. Do you know what I mean? And he's going yeah. all out for that level of success. It's not for everybody. Not everybody wants that level of success. And I'd argue if you do, it there's something missing. Yes. You know what yeah. I mean? There's something missing for you. There's some people that I, I know and I see, and I think you've got enough money. But the, the, when are they going to stop? They'll never stop. That they're just constantly wanting to prove something. It's addictive, yeah. um, and usually to repair something in them or to replace something that's missing.
0: Yeah, no, good stuff. Uh, so this podcast is called Business Problem Solved. You you said earlier on that you're a, a leadership development coach. What's the biggest problem that you see in business at the minute? That that maybe what you do can, can help?
1: The biggest problem I see is what what I say about everybody. If you have the skills and the knowledge that other people have, but you aren't earning as much as them, then there's something wrong with your mindset or your habits. Um and and that is the bottom line. It's People have limiting beliefs. When I see my clients, the first thing we do is discuss what they... Say, for instance, if they have their own business, we'll discuss what they charge and why they charge that. Is the people earning more? Is the people earning less? Why? You yeah. know, sometimes the people, on most cases, the people that are earning more and charging more have no more skill or, you know, there's, there's nothing they have to offer more they just charge more. Yeah. So that that's the first step is looking at you know your your beliefs about yourself, making you more self-aware of if you have limiting beliefs. If you are saying to yourself, you know, you're not even going after certain goals because you're telling yourself, "I can't do that. That's not for me." And um, then that needs to change. So that's the first thing I'd work on is people's mindset. The yeah. second thing is the habits. If you want to be the best podcaster in the world, what are the habits? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was shaking me head. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I don't think I could with it. I don't think I could with this accent, if I'm honest.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a limiting belief.
0: That is, yeah, no, very, very true. I, di- I didn't realize I had an accent until. Uh, and so, so I'm I'm working in 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 South Wales at the minute, and then I stood on stage at uh, doing doing like a, an initial uh, engagement session, and uh, and I started talking, um, and then people just started heckling me with with words that I say, uh, and apparently in the way that I say it is different 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 to them. So yeah, so I have got to realise that I, I do have an accent unfortunately, yeah, yeah. but never mind. No, sorry, but you were, you were you were saying were the are around So what's your definition of a habit?
1: A habit is. For instance, a habit, with our day, we spend 95% of our day running programs. So you get up on morning, you have a morning routine. It's just automatic. We don't consciously decide, do I get out of bed and have a shower first or shall I brush my teeth first or shall I eat first? It's just, we just do it. We don't think about it because our brain is trying to save energy. Yeah. Um, our brain uses up 20% of our overall energy. So to be as energy efficient as possible, we are constantly running programs. So we have our breakfast routine. We usually eat the same things at the same time. Then, you know, we go to work. We've got our own work routine. The drive to work is a drive to work routine. Coming And we do the same thing. If at some point you wake yourself up out of that trance and you go, do you know what? I want to do something different. Yeah. Then it's, you know, if you suddenly decide right I want to start the gym, it's such a big effort to start going. But then once you're into the flow, once it becomes a habit, it's easy. And sometimes in business it's about changing your mindset so you can see the clear picture and then looking at your habits so what do these people do that's different to you? You know, they've got the same knowledge and skills. What are they doing that's different to you? Are they posting every day on social media? Are they, you know, taking an extra 10 minutes of their day to spend on LinkedIn connecting with people? Yeah. Are they, you know, there's just so many tools to do. Can change direction, and all it takes is if if you imagine that kind of direction change, yeah, and you know within a year you see massive changes. So habit is just anything you do daily routine.
0: Okay, so I I can see how what you do um, can works on a on an individual basis and one to one because you're working on that. You said earlier on that you also um uh you've. Keynote speaker, or stand on stage and give give talks. how how do you engage such an audience and get them to 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 think differently or be differently or or just challenge their thinking? How how does that work?
1: Well, I mean, I'm a, I'm a motivational speaker, so I take people on a journey with my story. You know, yeah. have them sobbing into the the, the hankies and yeah. you know, and and realizing where I've come from. Because I think very often you see people stood on stages. And you think you were born that way. you just think, oh, you know, it's all right for you. You're confident. You haven't seen me mid-flow anxiety attack. You haven't seen me crying because, you know, I didn't believe I'd I'd make anything or that, you know, after having a baby, I thought I couldn't achieve anything. I thought I'd never have my own home. There's, There's so many things that I've gone through and I've changed. So... Firstly, I use my story to inspire and motivate people. Yeah. Um, but then within my keynote, I teach them skills, takeaways, a few takeaways that they can implement that, that make changes straight away. So things like, um, we've all got a smartphone and on your smartphone there's a voice recorder. Yeah. You, can, you don't have to pay to come see me to have a hypnosis session. Put on your favourite, you know, whatever your most motivating, you know, song is. You know, it might be the Rocky theme tune, it, it might be, you know, Frozen, whatever <laughs> really gets you going, makes you feel amazing.
0: Yeah, what's your song?
1: Um, What's my song? That's a good... I, I have loads, actually. I, music's hypnotic. M- music makes you feel, you know, it can make you drive faster, it can... It can calm you down. So it depends yeah. on what I want to create to what music I use. But because I use a certain music within my hypnosis, I don't even know what the piece of music's called, it's just hypnotic music I use. Um, I use I generally use that because it's it's got a big sort of you know build up and everything and it sort of you know it gets me sort of going kind of thing so, yeah but yeah using your phone voice recorder record your goals record your um statements you know i will achieve this by this day i always give quality i you know i'm known for value whatever your incantations or affirmations are what you want to be known as. I am the best hypnotist in the world. I am confident. I am strong. I give value. Things like that. Sten- said in the po- present tense with emotion, record it with the backing track of your music and wake up to that in the morning. Yeah. Do it for a month and see where you are. Just test it for a month. See where you are in a month's time. and bet you are feeling so much better and starting to achieve your goals. Just that little bit, you know, using that natural hypnotic state yeah. to program your mind can make the world a difference.
0: So it's about um, words, and it's your words in a positive, um, positively framed, and it's "I can." Um, but then it's also, the, and the reason why you're choosing that music is is that because you've got an emotional attachment, or because you, you're creating those emotions that you, you spoke about earlier on. So is that them two things together, and yep. give that result?
1: Yeah, you, 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 you're connecting emotions and that's why when I do a talk, I am talking about something that's emotive Yeah, because that's what gets people moving. If there's no emotion connected, people talk about what's your why. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If, if, if there's a burning, you know, if there's a plank across two buildings and, you know, there's a thousand foot drop There's no reason for you to walk across that plank. Whereas if your toddler or your child is stood at the other other side, that's your why. You're going to be across that. You're not going to think about the drop or anything. You're going to go. You know what I mean? That's a why. It's an emotional reason to do something. And that's what you need to do is create emotional reasons to do something for a positive. So when people come to me, say... To, they want to give something up. We look for the emotional reason, the, the reason why, yeah. and we make it emotive, do you know what I mean? Um, and that's how we can get rid of all negative behaviours, all yeah. negative patterns of thinking that cause anxiety and depression, and we can create new ways of thinking by linking emotion, you know, suggestion, repetition, um, it's it's all
0: part of the hypnotic state, really. Yeah, got you. Okay, no, good stuff. And so, thank thank you for that. The um, I think that that is so so powerful, and um, and and I think more people need to do things like that. So I think just picking up what you said about the gym earlier on. So I I need to go to the gym a little bit more. I do I do think, and and I've tried things like um, wearing my clothes to bed the night before. To- <laughs> It's wearing them, yeah, like like do you know like your your your, your gym outfit? Because I think that, that one less decision. that go, oh, I've got to get, I've got to bloody get dressed now. Do you know? But and that didn't work for me. If I'm honest, I just had a really bad night's sleep because I was too warm in uh, in in my gym outfit.
1: <laughs> Imagine.
0: Yeah, but but what you say is, yeah, I don't know why I said that out loud. Then do you know what? Like, <laughs> Sometimes I say things, and I think uh, I, I wish I would never said them. And, and unfortunately, we're recording this conversation. It's uh, <laughs> like so I can't take that back.
1: It's a free plan. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So, but so so that didn't help me. And um, do, doing that. But what has helped me is really having having clarity of kind of the clarity of focus on 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 my direction and where I'm going. So funny you should just say what you've just said then, because what I did, what I did last night actually it is on. I had a white. I've got a whiteboard in my office, and um, and I've started writing down on on that whiteboard a load of more, more like uh, like positive affirmations or we mantras, or I mantras type of things and things like. Um, I'll, I'll not read them to you, but it's, it's stuff that that's really personal to me and the, the reason why I want I want to do stuff. Um, because I was uh, I think that for the last twelve months. I'm waffling a bit now but for the last for the last 12 months I've been more focused than I've ever been ever been focused before as I lost my best mate in July last year and um and and when when we were going through that um it was it was of cancer his third bite of cancer and, and he, I said to him um, or he said to me what would you like I, I mean will I'm going to come into a bit money and I can give you some stuff and I was like I was like no I don't want that Chris I just want three life lessons out of your eyes three things that are the most important to you now because he had a time limit on his uh on, on his life and he, he saw his perspective changed um, and he said um, and I'm not going to all the stories behind why he said these things but the first one is always be yourself and that's what you've touched on uh, about having a purpose and having a why so always be yourself and then the second one was uh, make good friends um, and then the third one was was time is limited so like you've got to act now so for the last year i've been trying to live those those three things as much as i can so before the 12 months it was i would wear my jogging outfit and try to try to do that but now i've got a reason to do it um and and last night like i said i wrote on i wrote on my whiteboard all of the the things what i've not done is i've not attached the um the emotion the emotion to it do yeah make
1: a promise to your friend Make a promise to your friend, I'm doing this for you. You said to live it, I'm
0: gonna do it for you. I'll not go. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, yeah completely. Completely. So yeah, so I, I need that I need that emotional attachment. So yeah, I will I will definitely do that. Um,
1: you see that's that's where I would work with a client. So I would work why do you want to go to the gym? You know, you might say, you know, I want to be a good role model to my kids. I want to yeah. be healthy and live long for my kids. Thinking about stuff that's really going to get you. So if yeah. you don't go, you're letting your kids down.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Do you know what I mean? Things yeah. like that. It's, it's finding the emotional reason why you're doing something Yeah. and, and planning it properly. People, you know, when I have clients, and they say, right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it now. When are you going to do it? What time? For how long? You know, whatever it is, whether it is the gym or whether it's, you know, a video about your your, your, um, your business or whatever, when are you going to do it? Set a time, a day, how long? And you decide with conviction that it doesn't matter whether there's, you know, an apocalypse, whether it's rain, snow, you know that's it. Set yeah. and strong, It's happening, and that's when you start to take action. And as soon as you take a little bit of action, then motivation comes.
0: Yeah. So, so that's just made something else hit, landing, landing in a little brain then as well. So we, um, I did a, um, I did a skydive on the anniversary of his, of his death, just uh, last on the fifth of July, um, and and we set a target to raise some money, and 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 we hit that target on the day of the actual jump and that's kind of like saying what you're saying there about be, def- be definite so we had a definite date so we had a definite target and then and then for some strange reason and i don't know what the reason was that but we actually hit the target on the actual day um, and
1: if your target was double you'd have
0: hit that as well yeah that's exactly what i was thinking i was bloody kicking myself <laughs> Because I thought the target was quite stretching in itself, and then when we hit it on the day, and that's so why I landed and, and stuff. Have you ever done a skydive? I haven't. No. Oh, honestly, right. So, um, just a, what I didn't realise is how rubbery my skin was. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> It was absolutely horrendous. I didn't because, as you can see, I've got I've got no hair, so I didn't have it. I couldn't have any hair covering my face or anything. Was it, did so,
1: you have hair before?
0: Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah no. Um, <laughs> so, like, uh, and, and, and I jumped off, and because I, because it was the first time and probably only time, or I said only time, I, I got a, a video camera gig, so I paid the extra, and I had somebody jumping with me, because I thought, I need photographic evidence that I've done this, um, and the worst thing about that is that somebody jumped out with me holding the camera up, and I'm, and I'm conscious of the camera, so I'm trying to smile with my mouth open all oh, the way no. down. <laughs> yeah, my cheeks are inflated. The skin on my neck, which I didn't realise I had so much, was going was, was like flapping in the air. Some
1: parachute.
0: Oh, not that bad. <laughs> 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 but, but yeah, no, exactly, exactly like that. Anyway, so yeah, so um, so yeah, so I was kicking myself when I landed and we, we hit the target. Like within about two or three hours after doing the the, the skydive, I was kicking myself that I hadn't set double the double the figure. Yeah, yeah. But yeah it's,
1: it's amazing. Um, you know, you look at the four minute mile. People said it was impossible. As soon as somebody does it, then everybody's doing it. You know, and and very often. Humans' limits are only set by themselves or other people going, "Oh, you can't do that; it's impossible." And you hear it all the time. And there's always somebody that is out there doing the impossible. Always. Once they do it, then everyone else starts to do it.
0: Yeah, completely. So to me,
1: there is no impossible. Wow! Look at these crazy people that that you know climb these mountains that are literally you know like that and they have no yeah. ropes or anything it's it's crazy impossible.
0: But they're doing it. But, yeah, crazy impossible, but possible. Yeah, no, you no you're dead right. Dead right. Dead right. So that that what what's the worst advice you've ever been given? Because that in that, its that what you've just said there is, is really bad advice, isn't it? That, that oh that's impossible or, or you can never do that as like a limiting belief. But what's the worst advice that you've been given? The
1: worst advice I've been given, that's a good question. Um, I hear lots of quotes all the time that I just think, oh God, no! And and um, a lot of a lot of um a lot of coaches nowadays are doing vision boards. It's yep. the thing, you know. Put a picture of a Ferrari up on your wall, and all of a sudden, you know, in a few year, a couple of years, you'll have a Ferrari. And it's vision boards only work for fifty percent of the people because. For a vision ball to work, you've got to be motiv- motivated towards pleasure. Yeah? Yeah. So anybody that's motivated towards pe- pleasure, vision boards work perfectly for. But then over half the population move away from pain. That's me. It's the weakest form. So it's really difficult to set goals because, you know, you set goals and then you're like, "Mm, no, don't think I'll bother. Do you know what I mean? It's too painful. It might not work. I won't bother. My motivation, or the only way a vision board would work for me, is if there's an eviction notice and, you know, a a red letter up there. I work away from pain. Wow. So, yeah, the worst sort of advice I hear all the time is do a vision board or you know put a picture of a Ferrari on your screen. It's not gonna do anything for over fifty percent of people. You know, you need to you need to find out first. You need to learn about yourself. It's like for instance, so-called coaches, you know, the speaker coaches and they say before you go on stage you need to jump about, you need to get your blood firing and You you know you need to listen to this music and it's that's all right if you go on stage and you're jumping up and down. One of the best speakers I have ever seen was Gerald Ratner, and he did everything a speaker should not do. He spent his whole time with his arms folded (laughs) like this podium. I mean, there was no energy in the room. Well, yep. that was his charm. And it was, it, he had us falling about laughing. And it was an amazing talk. And he didn't move around, he didn't do anything that a speaker should do. Yeah. But that's his style. And it works perfectly for him. So, yeah, you can't, advice in general is terrible unless yep. you know your subject perfectly. And the only person that really knows you perfectly.
0: Is you? How can you find out more about yourself? So that that way you said then about um your if um a vision board wouldn't work for you uh, unless it had an eviction notice on. How uh, how can you find out more about yourself? What, what how, how do you go about that? Yeah, nearly you get yourself
1: evicted. You? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Be becoming self-aware. So counseling, as I said earlier, is great for being self-aware. You, you're aware of your patterns, your limiting beliefs, your motivations. Um, a good coach, because the, so, the word coach is so misrepresented misrep- nowadays. A coach doesn't give advice, and they listen, and they work with you. A mentor will have done what you've done and been successful at and will give advice, but yeah. they're also calling themselves coaches. Yeah. Consultants are also calling, calling themselves coaches. A coach works with the individual. Make, the first stage is self-awareness. To make a client become more self-aware, um, there's various levels of self-awareness. You might have you might even not even know self-awareness is a thing, or you might know that you're always late, you're not very well organized but you're good at, you know, you're quite confident and you're strong at presenting. That's a reasonable level of self-awareness, which is where most people are. Yeah. Then to develop that further, you ask people, what do you think my strengths and weaknesses are? If there was one thing you'd come to me for, what would it be? What would I never do? What will I always do? And when you sort of friends or people that know you well in different arenas, work colleagues, you start to get a different picture of yourself. Um, You know, profiling, psychological profiling, that's another way of finding out about yourself. Um, But yeah, there's there's lots of ways that you can become more self-aware. Looking at your behaviors, why do I always do that? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I always seem to do the same thing. People end up like in bad relationships. They go from bad relationship to bad relationship. And I think it's nothing to do with them. Yeah, And it is. Do you know what I mean? It's you that's in the bad relationship. You make yeah. up half of it. It's yeah. as much to do with you. So you have to be aware of your own patterns,
0: Completely, completely. No, thank you, thank you for that. So I'm um, con- conscious of the time and you're a busy, popular girl. Um, <laughs> um, what are you having for your tea? I have no idea. I'm
1: hoping, my son's just been to a festival, I'm hoping he's a bit of a chef, so I'm hoping to go wake him up
0: and <laughs>
1: see
0: that's if a, he'll cook for me. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> that's a, that's a I handy think
1: thing. I might get told where to go.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's a handy son to have. Um, and so what, what does a future hold or have in store for yourself?
1: Um The future, as I say, I'm trying to move away from the dog stuff now. I've retired the dog, unless yeah. something absolutely amazing comes along. But does, I've already it, done the world's best. Does so. a dog
0: know? Does a dog know it's been? Yeah, um, it
1: was, it was yeah. partially her her decision. Really, she she doesn't like flying. So right. <laughs> I thought, she, I mean, she's ten years old. You know, she wants to yeah. retire in luxury now.
0: Yeah, very so, good.
1: Yeah, um, for me, it's more. I'm moving more into public speaking. Yeah. So I'm, I'm starting to get busier next year now. Um, most people books sort of a year, six months in advance. So public speaking. Um, I love seeing clients. I don't always get time to, to do that. That is um, but I do have private clients that I work with yeah. um, my workshops love doing that because it's literally all my work in two days I do wow. like a two day workshop which is out with the old where we get rid of all your negative beliefs conditioning self-talk and then the next day is in with the new we reprogram your mind build you up teach you how to goal set so you can achieve something yeah so i love doing that two days it's you know it's my baby um And I'm also developing, I'm sort of halfway there, my own online site, where membership site, where people can pay a monthly fee, like 25, 35, 45, like tiers. Yeah. And they get all the coaching videos, virtual videos. So they'll learn about their self-awareness, they'll take all the tests, they'll find their strengths, their weaknesses, there'll be hypnosis sessions to help them where they're weak. They'll be all the tools they need to personally develop themselves. Wow. Because I want to get this out. I've been very poor, struggling with three kids on my own, where, you know, going on weekends that cost £300 was just impossible to me. But something like £25 a month is possible to most people, and it can make such a huge difference to people. And they're the ones I want to want to help more than anything. The people yep. that don't think, you know, it's possible for
0: them. Yeah, fantastic. So, how would people find out about those things? Because that, that that's quite that's quite a lot of things on, in the pipeline, isn't it?
1: <laughs> I've got so much more. Yep. I try and keep it to three, because like, yep. I found that's a magic number. Three things uh work on at a time.
0: Yeah. There, is only, um, there is only one of you, isn't there?
1: There is only one of me. Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you go to my website, christinalennon.co.uk,
0: um, I'm sure you've been putting a link because my name's spelled funny. Um, I-, I will put a link now,
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, <But> yeah. <laughs> you won't have to know. Yeah. See <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I did there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you go to that link, um, there's a subscribe button on my website if you subscribe, you get a free relaxation session so you can, um, you know, try hypnosis, relaxation, and I'll bombard you with loads of no, up well, I, I literally send out, every month, I just send out, like, a newsletter letting you know what I'm doing, what, you know, and everything will be there.
0: Fantastic. Well, I just want to say thank you very much for your time. That's been absolutely amazing. Um, I will let you go and wake your son up uh, now, so he can uh, he can he can either tell you where to go or, or what he'll cook for you. So, no, th- thanks very much again, and and hopefully get to uh, to have the opportunity to uh, to speak to you soon. Yeah, thank you. Thanks very much, Christina. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to Business Problems Solved. You can contact Lee on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter by searching for Lee Horton, the business problem solver, or via visiting www.leehorton.com for more content and to solve your business problems. And remember, saying you know how to do it is not doing it. Oh, dear. No, thank you very much for that. That was amazing. (laughs) questions yeah what questions yeah i know yeah i knew you wouldn't
1: need them
0: yeah no no that was that was amazing no thank you thank you for that thank you for being so honest and open as well so much appreciated no
1: problems